the worst week yet. The least informed podcast on the left. I am Andrew Hillary, joined once again by my co-host, Maria Guido. What's up, Maria? What's up, guys? Still on a high from last night's versus battle. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yep. shit. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> and we are joined today by comedian and host of the Sit Down Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Welcome, Mike Racine. <laughs> I fell apart <No>. there. Fuck. <laughs> you forgot to add brand new. Oh, oh wait, not brand new. A um, uh, soon to be father. Soon to be father. Do you want to do <laughs> that again? <laughs> Fuck no. Okay. Sweet. Leave it in. <laughs> All right. What's up, Mike? Hey, Maria. Hey, Andrew. How's it going? How 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 is your? Uh, where are you at these days? Where am I? I'm I'm in. Um. Well, my wife and I just moved to uh, Carroll Gardens, Brooklyn. Okay. Um, yeah, which we're uh, pretty happy about. It's a very uh, nice neighborhood full of nice people. And uh, I, I think I, I, was, I was taking my dog for a walk today, and I, I think I might be um, becoming a liberal a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Did you see some graffiti and just go, huh? <laughs> well, I always, I always see graffiti and I go, because I. Uh, hey, come on! This is a pro graffiti. Graffiti is disgusting. How dare I, you, dude? I hate it. Come on! My most imagine, imagine having a company, having a company like a trucking company, and you have a, you can't afford garage parking, so you park your truck on the street, and then you wake up in the morning and it just says like sourdough bread or whatever on your on your truck that you use for your business. Yeah, but what if you made like <laughs> a cool one? That's like, probably my most conservative viewpoint is that okay. graffiti artist should be shot. But oh. time what out. If, if somebody's tag was sourdough bread, yeah, dude. I would come around. I would actually be pro graffiti lame, at that point. You know what? There's act- some lame tags. So I used to work for this moving company for a while. And Maria, tell me what you think about this because I worked for this company and they had like the the, the owner the owners of the company were friends with this guy who was like a who was like a like a professional graffiti guy. So he would like paint up the trucks, and the, and they were nice. They were like cool. They had these cool like designs on them. So he lost he lost the parking lot and then he started parking the trucks on the street. And now the trucks are just covered in like these shitty ugly tags. Um. And there, and some of them are bad. Like like one of the tags, it just says "Devils Fools." Like somebody wrote <laughs> "Devils Fools" all over, all over the trucks, which I could understand. Like I could see doing that if it was like a white truck, but these trucks were professionally painted. That, so, so I know how to handle. I just feel this. like those those people should be put to death. <laughs> well, yeah. Listen, that's I the know only it's the right only wing position appli- that I have. The only application of the graffiti artist should be put to death. <laughs> so okay, I have a counter uh, argument to that. And they should be put to life. No, well, yeah. no. What you do is that if whoever did the original like piece and it was really sick. Yeah. If somebody tags over it, you go and beat the fuck out of the person that tagged over it, and then you mm-hmm. do it again, and then you go and tag over their shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that's going to be in my platform Seems when like I run. There's going to be quite okay. an escalation there. Does it? Well, okay. don't learn. All you got to do is beat their ass once. Because <laughs> I have a friend named Rufat, and um, he's like, like, you know those guys? Like, you ever meet a guy that you assume they're a minority, but then you find out that they're white, and you're, like, surprised? He's he's like that. I think he's from Azerbaijan. Okay. So he like knows a lot about graffiti, and he was like, "Man, there's some like there's some beef going on with the with the tags." And I guess he can tell, you know. So I guess I don't know enough about graffiti, but don't worry. I do think it's fucked up to do that to a truck that's already been painted. Oh yeah, it's way disrespectful. 
My biggest concern with graffiti, my biggest gripe, is that I often can't read what it says, and that just makes me feel illiterate and angry. You don't know (laughs) our friends' tags. I I want to be included. (laughs) Yeah, just just use some simple lettering, guys, and I'll be right on board. Oh God. Um, so this is obviously then what does, I'm like, what does devil's fools mean? What does devil's fools mean? Like that's, su- this sucks. Yeah. I, I'm going to come up there and write over it. There was this guy in Pittsburgh that would write nutso on everything. N U T Z O. And it was on, he just tagged all kind of shit. And so like mm-hmm. I started building up, I was like 18 or something. I started building up a character, a caricature of who I thought this guy was in my head. And then mm-hmm. I would just get drunk at parties and like start talking about him. And this, went on for like years to the point that if I see somebody that knew me whenever I was around that age, they'd be like, oh, where's Nutso at? <laughs> and then like three years ago, I was at a party and I, for some reason, I, I said something about it and like I hadn't talked about it in years because this is like mm-hmm. t- 2005 or something. And mm-hmm. this guy was just like, why'd you say Nutso? And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just the stupid graffiti thing I used to see all the time. And he goes, that was me. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> I found nutso. Uh, well, his- good. <laughs> I guess it's just like with anything where it's like like any kind of art or any whatever you know. There's like a lot of people who do it, but only a few are, are good. Like like podcasts, for example. You know, mm. there's really only like f- five good podcasts, and this um, is not one of them. Sorry, no, folks. This, this is not fair. This could be. This could, this could be. be. We one have. Of them. We have potential. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We've got room to but grow. Let's saying, say like, that. Speaking. Yeah. I mean, speaking like for myself too, you know, it's like there's only a couple. Really, there's really only one podcast that I listen to, or maybe two podcasts that I listen to. There's one of them. But I guess it's the same with graffiti, where like some people are really good at it, but then the rest, you you just go like, "Oh, this is whack," and you're making you made me care about the property owner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's you know? terrible. You put it on the side of a landlord, that truck or that building. Yeah, work on your graffiti, kids, because come on. All right. All right. What? All right. Well, this is not just a podcast about spray painting stupid words on buildings and trucks. Uh, we're be. we're here to t- <laughs> it could be that's a spinoff show. Uh, we're here to talk about why uh, this week was in fact the worst week yet. And I think you know I want to lead with the most atrocious story uh, from this hell week, and that is the fact that Pornhub has deleted over ten million videos off their website. For what? What? Why? Okay, so for somebody from verified blue check horny Twitter like me, uh, this is a big problem. I like to see a variety of people having sex because I have no sex and I like to see all different kinds of sex. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm a little upset about it. Uh, I guess the, they deleted like more than half of the videos on the website just for overnight. Why? Well, yeah, why? Uh, so there's been a number of women who it's actually... <laughs> It's a bad thing. I, I'm being. I'm talking about it in jest. It's actually pretty horrifying. So a number of women have come forward over the last few years because there are videos of them on Pornhub that were uploaded without their consent. Oh yeah, um, that's fucked up. Some of it like depicts like actual sexual assault. Some of it is like underage girls and shit. And Pornhub because it's pr- protected by that Section 230 thing, they were just like, I don't know. Yeah, let us know. Maybe we'll take it down or whatever. 
But then um, last week, Visa and MasterCard threatened to stop doing business and processing payments for Pornhub. So they deleted every video on the site that wasn't from a verified user or like a modeling agency or something. And I guess that was like two thirds of the videos on the site. So, so like all the amateur stuff's gone. Yeah, I guess so. Damn it. <laughs> well, that's good because now my parents' video will be pulled. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah. You still haven't answered it. the question as to why you uploaded that or had it to begin with. Um, yeah. So uh, the the amateur stuff is gone now. It's only professional fucking videos. <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> that means that yeah, these people. Dumb. These people are employed to be stepbrother and stepsister, and uh, frankly, I just hope they have good benefits. Um, yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of awful shit happening online recently as far as sex work goes. Like Instagram is, I think, today introducing a new terms of service that's gonna like uh, fuck up every girl that has ever posted about her OnlyFans profile. I think <laughs> I I don't understand this very well, but my friend was telling me about it. And They're I was, trying to stop every way that they can of, for people to get money. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at that girl and um, that poor girl that was the EMT who absolutely loved her job in New York City. Absolutely loved her job. And fucking New York Post calls her out for yeah, being I on OnlyFans. She spoke with them under condition of anonymity, and then they just posted her name anyways. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, like, they posted her... All of our information, and the thing is, if you would actually pay your EMTs money, then they wouldn't have to do an OnlyFans. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there are so many house... I read an article, like, there's housewives that are doing that to support their family. Yeah, you know? I mean, I'm pro girls having OnlyFans. In fact, yeah. um, this girl that I've had a crush on for, like, five years just started an OnlyFans, so now I've... Got to see this girl. You don't have girl a crush naked. on her anymore. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have a boner. No, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm I'm for it. Like whatever, dude. Obviously, I, we I am too. I am too. But it is kind of like sad that they're not 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 sad. But but there there's part of me that goes, well, I hope they want to be doing this. You know. Yeah. I hope they're doing it, and I hope they're making money. I think it's like this whole, um, like. Women have no choice but to be objectified. So if mm -hmm. they can at least turn the fact that they're going to be objectified either way into making money, mm -hmm. like I guess good, good for them. Um, yeah. But I, I'm a fucking straight white male, so like, what the fuck? I shouldn't even have an opinion on it, but See, of course like, I do because I'm a straight white man. <laughs> yeah. I think like as a woman who's a leftist, I, I see it both ways. Like I have friends that are in sex work that truly enjoy it. They, they enjoy what they do, and, you know, they're like, look, I, I like it. I, there's nothing, you know, wrong with me. This is what I want to do. And I'm like, awesome. You deserve, you know what I mean, La like labor laws like everybody else. And then I, I know people that do sex work because they weren't given another option. Or they yeah. can't get by with, like, one or two service industry jobs or whatever. So it, it's really capitalism. It, it forces you know, women are objectified, and it forces them, uh, some of them, to have to do this. Yeah. And I'm a mover. I mean, that's kind of a degrading job that I use my body for. No, it's know? only degrading if you're also Especially a shaker. Do you have an only, an only fans that you want to tell <laughs> us about? Um, I guess I could I could try it. I will see how I could see how I do. There you go. I would imagine not well. <laughs> Get us the my, my ass is kind of a mess. 
I mean, that stash might take you places, though. You never know. Yeah. I have, like, no ass, though. <laughs> yeah, that might be a problem. Um, look at her and do a Brazilian butt lift or something. Yeah, so I guess Instagram is going to, like, comb through every per- profile. And, like, if you've ever made mention, like, they released a statement that they were like, you know, this isn't, this has, we have no plans to target sex workers. Like, we're just, we're just, uh, you know, updating this. And then, like, you read it, and it's like, if you have ever depicted any kind of sex or sexual uh, uh, leading images or any kind of solicitation or any kind of, like, uh, mention of the possibility of the idea of solicitation, you will be banned. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is definitely made to target sex workers. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right, right. Like, I get that. And you, they're like, we're going to pay someone in Malaysia $2 an hour to root out this problem. Yeah. So I, I think that took into effect today. So a lot of uh, a lot of discourse has been going around where like all these um, sex workers are like, I don't know if I'm going to lose my entire following or what, what's well, going to happen. Here's we need what, to have... We need to have like a million, a million horny guy march on Washington to defend these sex workers. I mean, yeah. I am in, dude. I will be leading those chants. I what I will do. I can't do it because I'm married. I don't really get horny for anybody else. But um, yeah, I will carry the torch He'll for carry both the of torch. us. Uh, yeah. No, I, you no, know I'm what I'm saying. Like, I, I, if I could float that idea to you, like you should do it, Andrew. All right. Th- there you go. <laughs> what I'm gonna do though to try to counteract that is uh, I'm gonna try every week to do a post on Twitter. And, you know, everybody can drop their OnlyFans on there. I'll drop uh, some of my favorites. I mean, yes, <laughs> just because, you know what, dude? Uh, come on. I- I'm supporting my people. You know what I mean? Like, these are our brothers it and is sisters. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of crazy. Like, this pandemic happens. People get laid off from their jobs. I mean, like, I like I was doing a good amount of road stuff, you know, when, when the thing happened. So I had to figure out how to make money. I started moving again. And, uh, you know, I have the Patreon, luckily. But... It's it's like we all have to figure out how to navigate through this because no one's coming to help us or 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 save us or anything, you know. And a lot of people aren't eligible for unemployment, and, and so then so then a lot of women are like, okay, I guess I'll like sell pictures of my vagina for a little so I can pay my rent to me. Like, oh yeah, no, you can't. Sorry, you can't do <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I think it's like we're still just seeing the fallout of the Sesta Fosta thing. Like it's right. It's such a nebulous fucking terrible bill piece of legislation mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It's really like still rippling out from that fucking nightmare. Now, but, for um, the people who don't, know, why is it called Sesta Fosta? It's abbreviations it? or okay acronym. It's an acronym. Acronym. Yeah, yeah I don't Which know what it stands I, for. I um, Bernie voted for that bill when I was fucking pissed. I was mm-hmm. absolutely just disgusted because like that puts sex workers in so much more danger. It was mm-hmm. like. It was like designed uh, from a PR perspective. They said it was designed to try and combat uh, sex trafficking, but what mm. it actually does is like made it took away all these avenues that like legitimate sex it workers could yeah. use the internet to figure things out. And I don't know, it's a fucking nightmare. This, it's a stop and ena- it's so well, it's stop enabling sex traffickers act, um, fight online sex mm. trafficking act. Mm-hmm. That's what it stands for. Um, but here's the thing. They could have found there is other ways that you can combat sex trafficking without putting other people in danger. But what they do is they like you said, they put on this label for PR. Right. And then they don't listen to the stakeholders that are working with trafficked uh, people. Yeah. They mm-hmm. don't listen to us and, and take our ideas. They're just like, oh, OK, well, guess what? That's too much money. Yeah. You know, I it's guess too, like 
if you have a large amount of people, like like anything that sort of democratizes any type of industry and allows more people to make money, it seems like that hurts somebody's bottom line somewhere. I mean, I don't know. It's hard to like connect the dots, but it does seem like that's typically what happens. So I guess I feel like if somebody, if you have like a million people who are doing these type of things, who are doing OnlyFans, then somebody, somebody somewhere is losing money, right? Some company's losing money. Yeah. Right. Maria, what would you do if you found out that Jane made Bernie vote for Sesta Fosta? I'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> like he pissed. was ready to vote against it. I, I'd be fucking pissed at her. Like, Bernie, Bernie, you, you better have to vote, vote for that for anti-sex worker bill. <laughs> Honestly, I'd be pissed at her because she knows better. She's got a degree in social work. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that, and that's right. the thing that I get so mad about is like we come to them and we're like, look, we've been doing this for years. Here's what we're looking at. This is what we've looked at, and these are the interventions that can combat this and they're just like okay and then they fucking cut it out of the bill because mm-hmm. again it goes back to to money they don't want to pay for intervention they don't want to pay for prevention but maybe he got caught like calling a phone sex line and she and she she was <laughs> mad at it. she made him vote against it yeah bernie had a, bernie was like uh had a bunch of only fans yeah. <laughs> like, be pissed oh. like, i'm just supporting women's right to make a living yeah jane jane <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> On this show, Bernie says Jesus Christ a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, in other news concerning the troubling repercussions of controversial legislation, we're going to hop across the pond and talk about uh, the nightmare that's brewing uh, around the the concept of a no-deal Brexit. Now, I, as, as listeners may know, we are the least informed podcast on the left. Um, I want you to know that I did a lot of research for this, which means I heard some Somebody talk about it on a podcast, and then I found an infographic, and that's just, that's the end of that. Wow, that's a lot of uh, work. <laughs> but um, so the the Brexit is going to happen at the end of this year, and they've been trying for four years to just do some kind of trade deal with the European Union, and just haven't figured it out. Like we, <laughs> I know we're not part of England anymore, but like we really have like. There's some similarities there, like oh this my big God. In, impending disaster, and they're like, ah, I don't, I don't know, we'll we'll sort it, right? And, they, <laughs> and but they're worried about you know if there's anti-Semitism in the Labor Party and they kick out two fucking Jewish people. So um, just because they spoke <laughs> for Palestinian rights, fuck you, Labor Party, and fuck you, Tories. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so one of the big ways that this is going to affect day-to-day life in England or in the UK is apparently their entire food supply is about to get fucked up. Like they import a quarter of the food that they eat, um, including most fruits and vegetables. So like they, at the end of the year, like all these foods are going to just like disappear or like become extremely expensive. And like they've had four years to figure this out. And now they're like, Oh, Hey, in two weeks we will not have bananas. Like, (laughs) They, it's, they want us to die. <laughs> they want us to die. Yeah, avocados, obviously not going to be available. Um, there there will be an outrage among UK millennials. Oh, my God. You can't If you can't have <coughs> avocado, to, oh, this is going to be bad. They're going to burn it down. Do you think they'll burn it down, though, or do you think most British people are dumb? No, they'll probably just be like, all right, we'll eat the, just the toast then. Yeah, we <laughs> can still get a fry up. 
<laughs> when you look at history, though, isn't that where like a lot of riots have happened? Like something, the price of something goes up, or there's like no coffee anymore, and there's yeah. like mass protests. Yeah, definitely. Like that's. I think the big protests that happened in France, they were like, okay, we're gonna raise the cost of riding the bus three cents, and people like mm-hmm. burn down the Capitol or whatever. Which is I don't know. fucking awesome. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why. I don't know why we're so complacent over here. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, we're we're like overdue for a riot, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Do you remember like 10 years ago when gas was like $4 a gallon for a summer? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about that the other day when I was pumping my gas. It's like, man, money really is made up. Like, how did it get that expensive? And then it just hasn't gone even close to that since. It's so weird. Right. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> but yeah, so tomatoes and broccoli could become seasonal delicacies because they are only they can only grow part of the year. So uh, everybody get your summer broccoli recipes ready. So what are they going to do? Just eat canned... I don't I mean, know. There's still, there's still a lot of food, but there's like some staples that are leaving. Like they're still going to have like, I don't know, beans and peas and carrots. They're still going to have potatoes. But uh, yeah, the, one thing I found out is that you're still going to have wet eggs with beans on the side. Yeah. You know, so they're uh, <laughs> Blood sausage. Oh, fuck. That shit looks so gross. I've never tried it, but yeah. I saw it. And, like, even if I didn't know it was called blood sausage, I might not mm-hmm. have tried it. It just looked so nasty. But then they were like, yeah, it's the blood sausage. I'm like, I need to talk I, to I your PR department. I have tried it a handful of – yeah, <laughs> I went to a Peruvian restaurant a couple years ago. I have tried it a handful of times, and it, it must be, like, an acquired taste. <laughs> like a uh, goat. Because it's, it's really wet. Oh, Oh no, it's dude! Like, you know, you know when you cut open a sausage, it's usually like kind of firm, and it, you know there's yeah. a shape. Yeah, blood sausage is like you cut it open; it's very like it doesn't like run. It's not runny, oh, but God. it is very loose and wet. It's uh, like like it's if got it, the Italian like a, Italian sausage. No blood sausage. Yeah, I know, but when you cut Italian <laughs> sausage, it's yeah, like, when you cut like a standard Italian sausage or whatever, there's a form to it, but. Blood sausage kind of has the texture of like a a bag of leaves, like a bag of wet leaves. <laughs> oh god, dude! Well, you're not you're not convincing me to try. <laughs> yeah, I'm never trying yeah. that shit. Um, but this will come to a head. There may, in fact, be riots because one other thing that is about to run out in England at the end of the year is apparently the type of wheat that is used to make pizza dough can only grow in warmer climates. So at the end mm. of the year, pizza might disappear from the uk they're gonna be having people smuggle in flour and shit (laughs) can you imagine the type of pizza they eat there though like i've had imagine like a british pizza i've not had pizza in england but i've had pizza in a few other countries like whenever i was Mm. traveling and shit and every single time i've had it it tastes like healthy yeah which means it's bad like i've never had good pizza anywhere okay no i had one good piece of pizza in japan you didn't have good pizza in italy no it was trash it tasted like fucking where did you go yeah uh rome madrid Uh, rome doesn't have good pizza you got to go to florence that has good okay i did also go to florence and have pizza there I i went to venice rome florence uh, I don't fucking know. I went to like six different places in Italy. I was going wild trying to visit all the places that my mom had visited. Uh, but the point is their pizza is shit because it's like health food. Like, no, pizza is supposed to be bad for you. It's supposed to, you bite into it and you can tell that you shouldn't be eating it. That's how you know it's a good pizza. Yeah. Well, sorry, Britain. Yeah, you're fucked. Um, but I did have a good piece of pizza in Japan. Uh, it was 
regular pizza crust, but the toppings were a little different. It was uh, mayonnaise, Gross. cheddar cheese, corn, and tuna fish. It was yep. so good. Nope. <laughs> mm. Nope. I don't know if you can even still call that pizza, but it was yeah, I forgot. It was delicious. Oh, jeez. Well, That's the most offensive thing you can say to two Italians. I also I seriously, went to, we're fucking pissed now. I also, you just call us WAPs. You might as well just call us Dagos. Yeah, yeah. You might as well <laughs> just say Instead of saying that you had greasy. that slice of pizza and you liked it. Yeah. yeah. If it makes you feel any better, I've been thinking it the whole time. No, it's not true. Uh, <laughs> I also had Pizza Hut in Vietnam, so that was pretty good. While we're on the topic of... Uh, not living up to expectations on Monday, the electoral college officially voted to confirm Joe Biden to be the president elect. Okay. So does this mean this election is finally fucking over? Well, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, which means Trump is now free to start his 2024 campaign. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, but like 20 minutes after the Electoral College officially voted, uh, Trump announced that William Barr was resigning. So, you, Do you guys ever think of what that's going to look like? I mean, I don't know if Biden's going to run again, but it, it, Trump probably will be the nominee in 2024 uh, unless he is not, not alive. So it's like, what what is that election going to look like? Because you're still going to have liberals shaming people for not voting. But yeah, you're still going to have leftists who are kind of checked out. And then I, I don't know. Are we just going to see like a Trump every four years? Well, the thing is, that would actually be hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah. Lives to 120, runs every four years. Yeah. Um, Either that or like his kids or something <laughs> like, you know, like all his kids get a turn. Don oh, Jr. Yeah. Oh, God, I would love to see Don Jr. My When my father was president. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's the thing. Yeah. If Trump doesn't get the nomination in 2024, the Democrats have no chance of winning. No. Like, that's the only way they won in 2016 is because they they had Th they coincidentally. They lost in 2016. You mean 2020. 2020. Is that coincidentally they weren't Donald Trump. <laughs> like, and COVID happened. Yeah. So, yeah. like, if if it's anybody but Trump, the Democrats are fucked. So, like... People yeah. talk about it where they're like, oh, we, we can't let this happen. It's like, I mean, if you want to win, you should. <laughs> I, I'm letting it happen because mm -hmm. I ain't fucking voting again for those. Like, I will. I, I'll fuck with local. Elections. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. It's like you guys are kind of on your own. When, when that happens, I think, you know, it's like you guys are kind of on your own. I think four years from now, when people whenever it's obvious that things are just as continuously bad under Biden as they were under Trump. Uh, there's not going to be really a case to make to vote for anybody that's not a, a progressive that's not going to actually change mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. or, you know, at least attempt to shake things up. Like, you know, people are like, oh, we this is the most important election of our lives. Like, we have to do this. It's for the soul of the country. But the thing mm -hmm. is, like, all the Democrats are going to be saying that in 2024. They're yeah, going to be saying, saying that in 2022 when the midterms come up because they're going to be like, yeah. we need we need to keep the Senate. We need to, or they got the House. We need to keep the House. We need to keep the House. We need to get the Senate. We need to yeah. we need to get the we need to get the Senate so that we will continue to do nothing to, to help nothing. working people. Like mm -hmm. right for what for what? So you can uh, take away fifty thousand dollars for only a third of people that went to college or some shit. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's just bullshit. Like and they still cannot. And, and this is what pisses me off is that you won the fucking election, right? But you still got to go like throw jabs at progressives oh, who, yeah. are, who are yeah. trying to work with you we're like fine this motherfucker's in 
fine. Let's try to at least work with them. And they can't yeah, give even us do something. that. They won't yeah. give us anything. There is no pushing that administration left whatsoever. Yeah. They're sore winners. So there's a there's a there's a Ben Shapiro clip that is is like circulates online. Like it's it's definitely in a compilation of like Ben Shapiro savage moments on on YouTube or whatever. Yeah. But Ben Shapiro's like, you know, the left thinks that if you uh if you, the, the more the more disadvantages you have, the more qualified you are to speak. So if we could just find uh, uh, a black, disabled, um, transgender little person, uh, they could rule us. And it's like that is like kind of funny, I guess. But sometimes I also feel like when you get discouraged, you know, like maybe we are in the middle. We're, we're at the beginning of like a long story and we're, we're like a story where things are going to be really bad for a couple decades. But maybe oh, yeah. there is like a black transgendered little person who's coming to save us. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that I think about. And here's the thing. No, they don't even listen to, they wouldn't even listen to a black, you know what I mean, transgendered little yeah. person. They don't listen to the disadvantaged now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, they don't yeah. listen to anybody now. So mm -hmm. it, it is, you, you lose hope. And I do agree. I think that we're, it's going to be rough for a couple decades. We're not going to see... The fight that we're in now is for the your future child. You know what I mean? And these future maybe, maybe kids coming not, up. Yeah, yeah. Because we're yeah. not going to see it, and it sucks. But I mean, I just think that things have been simmering for so so long um, mm -hmm. that as soon as symbolism comes in, like everybody just kind of falls asleep. Like, oh mm -hmm. sweet, we named uh, a street Black Lives Matter Boulevard. <laughs> Nobody fucking asked for that. We're asking for you to defund the police. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. it really is kind of infuriating. It, it it's almost like more. I don't know. I mean, I think they're definitely the bigger enemy. That that thing that bothered me was the when Joe Biden was like, people need the government to understand. You know, that that just like, <laughs> right? That just bothered me so much. Yeah, I'm like, what what are you talking about, dude? He is, he's an idiot. And I'm actually a yeah. firm believer too that like if you had the right kind of uh, progressive person running that you could actually actually get a lot of like Trump voters and shit because like Sanders. Well, it's not even about him. He could. It's, it, here's, here's what I was trying to say. Um, on, I do dog walking part time. And on Monday I was at one of my clients house and they're like, they had Trump flags up. Like I know where they stand. Like I don't, it, I just make money off them. I don't, talk to them about anything other than the dog um like it is what it is but for and some he's reason wearing like a maga hat to walk the dog he painted his skin orange and he's wearing a blonde wig and he's yeah. like what do you think of my costume <laughs> it's a good puppy right here uh yeah. <laughs> no for some reason on monday i was there and uh he gave him a framed ben garrison drawing <laughs> <laughs> I got in. I accidentally. I accidentally got into a conversation with the with the woman who lives there about politics. I didn't even mean to. It's just like I was trying to make small talk, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you guys got any big plans for Christmas?" And she was like, "Oh, you know, I don't know." And then like within like two words or something, we She's started like coughing talking. all over. My yeah, who so were in there. <laughs> We Those started talking about the pandemic and she, you know, leads with this fucking position of it's bullshit that everything's shut down, you know, and I, within five minutes of this conversation was able to get her to agree that if the, 
the government is the one who fucked up here. And if they just paid everybody and told us to stay home and gave guarantees so that businesses wouldn't close, she thought she said that a shutdown would be a good idea if the government paid everybody. Right. And right. like, I think a lot of fucking Trump voters are that close that all you need to do is say, hey, I know the government is bullshit. The Democrats are fucking lying to you and the Republicans are lying to you. They are all just making money. What we need to do is start working to solve your problems like the, it's not about platitudes it's about like it, it, people some people liked andrew yang because like his ideas were mm -hmm. fucking crazy but at least he was talking about the actual problems people are facing like joe biden's yeah. like we got to heal the soul of the country like no motherfucker we got to be able what to afford that? to live yeah. like what are you fucking yeah. saying like right yeah. so you're gonna heal the country by you bush and clinton going on and shooting up this vaccine like <laughs> no like that you're not because that was the thing with bernie and they shit on bernie so bad when he went to fo on fox news and mm -hmm. he did that town hall they shit on him so fucking bad for doing that and what did they do a year later oh Repu i'm a republican and i'm not voting for trump like, fuck <laughs> you, dude. Fuck you. And that's the thing. Yeah, you, you and, and we do need somebody that can do what Sanders and even Yang were able to do is talk to these Republicans and convince them, like, look, we hate the fucking Democrats, too. They're fucking you over. So let's figure out a plan. We might not agree on cultural shit. That's fine. We're not trying to do this cultural war shit anymore. It's economic. It's economical. You like, know what I mean? We don't want you to we don't want to force your kid to be trans. We want you to be able to send your kid to college. Like that's it. Right. Yeah, we'll do that and then we'll force the kids to be trans. Yeah, we'll force well, the mean, kids that's... to be trans in like five years, but <laughs> Well that's like I'm... I'm not gonna force my son to be trans, but I will like suggest, you know. I will suggest it early on. <laughs> okay, so time out. You have a bit of, it's just like two tiny drops of eggnog in your mustache. And for a second, I oh thought you were wearing vampire yeah. fangs. <laughs> I almost lost my fucking mind, dude. <laughs> I just snuck them in. <laughs> oh. But yeah, so uh, Trump, uh, Trump fired William Barr. I mean, he says he resigned so that he could spend Christmas with his family. But it's like, dude... <laughs> You would have been out of that job in a month anyways, and the government definitely goes home for the holidays. Like, Right. So <laughs> You Trump fired him the day that the election got finalized. Yeah, like, you were just like, well, <laughs> fuck you then. Like, And that's what I love about Trump. He's such a petty bitch. Mm -hmm. He is so fucking petty. Uh, he's, yeah. So he fired William Barr. Yeah, William Barr's out. Um, whoever the fucking deputy AG is going to be. Oh yeah. While we're on the subject of attorney general, uh, I I don't like that the the way you pluralize that is attorneys general. It sounds dumb. Yeah. Like, I what's don't wrong like with that attorney either. generals? What's wrong with that, huh? I don't get it. Yeah, because you would say like at the district attorney's office, so there's the main district attorney, right? But then you have the ADAs, assistant district attorney. I say assistant district attorneys. I wouldn't say assistant districts attorney. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. We should uh, change we should, it. We should burn down the English language. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this. I just. I just. I want to call them attorney generals. Maybe I just will. Maybe I'll start that. I'm bringing there it back. There you go. There you go. Are you in, Mike? You're going to start calling them attorneys generals? Attorneys general? No. 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 We're going to call them. Attorney generals. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, uh, right. But when, but when is attorney general ever plural, though? Um, 
if you're talking about attorney generals from multiple states, maybe? I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know how any of these fucking rules work, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is the least informed podcast. If you know <laughs> how these this works, come on the pod. Email us. Yeah, actually, yeah. if you want to send, if you're the type of person that wants to send an email to talk about how the English language works, please do not email us. I don't want to talk to you. I do. <laughs> email Maria. Slide in Maria's DMs. Tell her about attorney generals. All right. Um, now on to another cabinet member who I'm sure is destined to fail. And that is, of course, Mr. Pete goddamn Buttigieg. Oh, my Peter God. Paul. Peter Paul. Um, he's been tapped for transportation secretary. Can you believe it? Why? Because he can drive <laughs> a fucking car? I mean, I don't get it. Uh, he also likes trains, he said. So does all of us. <laughs> yeah, so so does every podcaster. Yeah, exactly. I love trains for a different reason. Because um, I think that, you know, you should paint them. But... Oh! Oh, we're throwing graffiti again. Uh, no, but why did he... Uh, that's probably why he made the deal. We'll make you transportation secretary or something. Well, no. I mean, obviously, Joe Biden had, or I guess Obama had promised Pete some kind of cabinet position back whenever he dropped out before Super Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, it was just fucking Biden was like, ah, I don't know what to do with this little gay fella. Maybe I'll put him in charge of the trains. Like, <laughs> I read yeah. somewhere, didn't Biden say that, like, Buttigieg reminds him of his son? Bo, but I think he just says that about everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes up to Kamala. You remind me of my Listen son. Here, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen here, Jack. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he gave this like speech, like talking about how, or maybe not a speech, just like some. You know, comments. my son Bo had girl boss energy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pete Buttigieg was like talking about. It. He's like, you know, I've always had a love for transportation and you know uh, uh, I love driving I love taking the train and I even proposed to my husband in an airport terminal so don't ever don't ever let someone say that O'Hare isn't a romantic place you can't <laughs> do that anymore though because of 9-11 yeah plus I'm so if they were both thanks in the Osama yeah. yeah thanks a lot Osama it's another thing Bin Laden took from us yeah thanks airport <laughs> proposing I'm pretty airport. sure if they were they they probably just were both in the airport which you're still allowed to do at that point oh okay <laughs> Why do yeah. I always have to hear about Chaston? Chaston this, Chaston that, Chaston this, Chaston that. Like, yeah, I don't he care. Is, about I follow him. him on Instagram, and he really, he really is kind of a like a basic bitch. Um, somebody that I was, I was listening to a podcast, and somebody didn't know how to pronounce his name, kept calling him Chaston, and that was pretty funny. Chaston, yeah. <laughs> I always imagine him though being like the one, the really, really judgmental one out in the relationship mm -hmm. between him and Pete. Like, mm. I think that he's, like, the really judgmental one, and he controls a lot of what Pete does. I always oh. said it's going to be really sad when we find out that, like, Pete is just, like, a straight CIA agent, because <laughs> Chaston's going to be really hurt by that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they could make a whole movie about that. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. How many politicians uh, have come out that were anti-gay have come out, like, they've been exposed for having some kind of, like, gay affair? But yeah. the flip is Pete Buttigieg. He'll, He'll be, be in first. politics for 20 years, <laughs> and then, like, out He'll of nowhere. straight. <laughs> Look, I realized I wasn't being honest with myself about who I was because uh, I like <laughs> pussy. <laughs> yeah, like who? And, and if he's like that, who like brought him into a room and is like, OK, we have a great idea. You were going to be gay 
okay? And mm-hmm. this is going to get all of the gay millennials on your side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so like he he just like talked about how he likes tra- like likes trains and like how he proposed in an airport terminal and, and now he's the transportation secretary. So um, I have a proposition for you, Mister Biden. Uh, I jerked off in the woods once, so I think I should be the head of the Department of Agriculture. Yeah, I agree. I I, I would agree with that. Um, let's make Andrew Department of agriculture yeah or at least like forest services or something give me a national park give me something biden come on i just want to be I in came charge on a tree i just want to be in charge of juvenile justice that's it mm. what do you want to be in charge of racine um oh boy i don't know i haven't thought about this <laughs> um i don't know you mean you I don't think have- of all the time <laughs> What you mean? You don't have the answer of what department of the government you'd like to be oh, in charge of, just run. in your back yeah. pocket? The Ministry of <laughs> Podcasts. Yeah. What are? I mean, yeah, right. What are they? I mean, there's defense, there's labor, there's uh, commerce, interior. I had to Google what. De- <laughs> I literally Googled what department of the government does forests. <laughs> <laughs> when I- Right. When I, when I like daydream and stuff and I, some, there's, there's times when I'll just like fantasize about being like a, like a leftist Trump, you know, where mm-hmm. I'm like offensive and stuff and for the left. And like when Stephanie rule asked me questions, I'm just like, well, you're a scumbag. And uh, this interview's <laughs> over. I just call her a scumbag to her face. And then my, my poll, the poll, I like go way up in the polls. Yeah. <laughs> but there would never be, uh, but, but that would be weird. Cause you imagine like that, that person running against like Ted Cruz. I think that would be interesting to see. Oh yeah, that'd be hilarious. Oh yeah, there was that report this week that like one some fucking Republican was like, uh, "We don't appreciate the nasty comments from Democrats." It's like, shut the fuck up, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. shut the fuck up. (laughs) Well, like Alyssa Milano will be like, "I just can't vote for someone who curses," so (laughs) she'd like vote for Ted Cruz. Yeah, I haven't heard of Alyssa. I mean, they they haven't heard Alyssa Milano's name in since the election and holy shit i didn't even realize how good that feels oh no dude she was she's been talking somewhat she tried to like thank bernie for some shit we're mm. like you dumb bitch you attacked him forever and now you're yeah. thank you bernie sanders like and i still don't think she had covid i think she lied for clout i really mm. do i still don't think that there was a person walking around outside of her house and she just called the cops wait no never mind uh, fuck Alyssa Milano. Fuck you. Fuck me. She was wearing a mask that was made out of yarn, though. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was hilarious. Macrame fucking thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the one Fake story. Italian. The one. Yes. St- oh. Yeah. We don't like her. Oh, that's the heat. Is yeah. she, what is she from the island? She's or, from the know, north. I don't know. She's how that from works. the north. We ain't fucking with her. Yeah. Um, the one story that I did find that had some relevance to Pete Buttigieg being in charge of transportation is at one point, whenever he was the mayor of South Bend, uh, he like got in touch with some consulting firm that wanted to like modernize some of his city's transportation. So uh, they decided to do something called a smart intersection where they take out the stoplights in order to like in- like improve the flow of traffic. And so he did this, and then, like, a couple months later, uh, a kid got killed by a car in that intersection. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at the kid that got killed, but, because uh, I'm, I'm not laughing at that. I'm just laughing at how dumb fucking Pete Buttigieg is. Now, he went in, there was a press conference, because, like, they only did this in a couple intersections, and, like, 
literally instantly killed a kid. (laughs) Yeah, like literally, boom. And so he did a fucking press conference and he blamed the kid. He he was like, you know, you you hate to see this, but uh, that kid ran right out into traffic. (laughs) That's what fucking kids do. Like, what the fuck, man? So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'll... uh, He's perfect for the job. (laughs) Maybe you'll get rid of all the stoplights across America. That'd be pretty dope. Or, like, got rid of, like, speed limits and shit. Or makes all the speed limits 69 miles oh, an hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. That w- Actually, that would be nice. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about another failure. Did you guys see uh, that there's, like, all this crazy shit going on with this Cyberpunk 2077 game? All I know about it is that you can make your own dick um, <laughs> and that it's very, like, hypersexual and that... PlayStation pulled it for some reason. Okay, yeah, yeah. You heard about that, Mike? I've just seen people tweet about it, but yeah, all all I know is that you can make your own dick. <laughs> can you make your own vagina too? Can yeah. you choose the as long as it's a dick, just yeah. The tightness. Uh <laughs> you can adjust the tightness of your vagina. Yeah, so this game, um, they've been talking about it since 2012. So they've been working on it for mm-hmm. eight years. Like they spent hundreds of millions of dollars on development and advertising. And Could you imagine getting that game, you just make yourself like a six and a half inch dick, just like a slightly <laughs> above I mean, average. Yeah, yeah. Like you just make yourself like a regular sized dick. <laughs> like, what's the point yeah. of playing the game? Yeah. Um, so the game came out and it was like delayed three different times. It was supposed to be released in April, then they pushed it to October, then to November, and it finally came out. And the game was like apparently a complete fucking nightmare. Like, yes, you can make your own dick, but once you actually start playing the game, like you'll be walking down the street and you'll just explode for no reason. Like Whoa. you'll be driving a car and it'll just launch up into the sky. And like the, the game is completely fucked up. Uh, mm. It was supposed did you play to play red dead. I did. Yeah. So remember in red dead, how like there was, there was so much in the game you can do, but it ended up just being like really tedious. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. They made it so realistic that it was almost kind of like, fuck, I got to wash my horse again. Yeah. yeah. Maybe cyberpunk is like that where it's like, if your dick is too big, you could get it <laughs> stuck in a revolving door or you have to, you, maybe, maybe you that's know? the glit. The reason it's glitching is because mm-hmm. you're just, you're not supposed to have a dick that big, but everybody made their dick 15 inches they, long and they if, can't handle Yeah. There's not enough bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if they used those nine years that they were working on the game what if they did like eight years of it was just to make the dick? It seems like it because nothing else in the game works. Um, and so PlayStation has pulled the game from being sold in the PlayStation store. They're offering refunds to everybody that brought that bought the game. And like this company, it's some Polish company called CD Project Red or something. And they've just like completely fucked this up. It's like maybe, I mean, it's still, I guess it's too early to tell, but it's maybe like the worst, the biggest failure uh, flop of a game release of all time. Like they, when they were delaying this, like they've been having people work like 70, 80 hour weeks this entire year since they originally delayed it from April to get it ready. And it still was like almost unplayable. (laughs) Like it's just a complete fucking failure. And frankly, I love to see it. Like this is this is the game that a lot of people bought PS5s for, and it doesn't work. D- dude, what that- is the game? What type of game is it? Like it's just an open world. I think it's thing? like some kind of like open world RPG kind of game, and it's set in some like futuristic city that's also mm-hmm. a nightmare hellscape or something. I don't fucking know. It's like yeah. gritty idiocracy. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
Those words Gritty are fun idiocracy. to say. Yeah, that'd be a good band name. Gritty idiocracy. Yeah. I want to just. I want to write that down. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I don't have a pen, so I'm gonna just. Uh, yo, I'll remember it. <laughs> I'm gonna shout this out to me later when I'm editing the pod. Write that down, you dumb fuck. Okay. It's kind of rude of me to talk to me that way, but that's hey, fine. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, everybody, buy Cyberpunk 2077. And wait, no, don't. I don't know. You can't anymore, actually. So sorry. I'm waiting until the PlayStation Six comes out. Yeah. <laughs> well. But, of course, um, the company is, like, looking to blame everybody besides themselves and saying that, like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we did our best. It's like you you tried to make all this money and released an unfinished product. We, we know what you're doing. We know what you're doing. Yeah. They, they act like we're fucking idiots. Yeah. Speaking of not taking responsibility, you guys, like, I've been, I worked really hard on the transitions this week. I was like. You're doing <laughs> really well. I'm very <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. I need that. I need that. Uh, Congress still, as of this recording, has not passed a stimulus bill, and I think we're fucked. I think we're fucked. Now, we're recording this Sunday. There's, I, heard, I saw that they might vote on something today, so by the time this comes out, we very well may be unfucked. They might have fixed it, you guys, but I don't, I don't know. Uh, COVID killed 17,000 Americans this week. Just this week? <laughs> Just this week. It's so hard to imagine because you guys remember when like the virus started happening and you would, like, like back in March, I remember hearing like, oh, 300 people in Italy died today. And you go, wow, like that's so many. Yeah. But now yeah. it's like, imagine, I can't even imagine, se- I don't even know what 17,000 people looks like. Yeah, it's like a smaller, it's like a AAA baseball stadium, I think. It's a lot of fucking people to die all in one day, yeah. Well, yeah, because now everybody, do you remember, like, in the beginning, too, that, like, not everybody was getting, like, affected, right? Like, my uncle passed in April, but my uncle also had, like, he was heavy set, he had diabetes, you know, he had, like, a lot of other um, complications. But I remember, like, when people... Like, nobody, like, there was not a lot of people that were affected by it. Like, they didn't know anybody that had it. Now everyone knows somebody that had it. Who had it. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. People that were, I mean. Yeah. Two out of my three siblings had it. Uh, My sister lives up in Brooklyn as well, so she she got it back in April, I think. Oh. Where? What's her address? Where in Brooklyn? Uh, 6911 420 Boulevard. Nice. Um. Yeah, so there's there's some vaccines that have been given out, but that's even been fucked up. Like, Trump didn't order enough vaccines whenever he was putting the orders in a couple months ago. So now these mm-hmm. states, like, they're like, all right, we get the vaccine. And then they're only getting, like, half as much as they were supposed to. But mm-hmm. then they're also, they got approved by some emergency measure of the FDA where they're allowed to scrape uh, the extra couple drops out of the bottom of each vial to try and make more doses. <laughs> What the fuck is happening? It's, oh, Jesus. Um, Yeah, there's more than 20 million people facing eviction. One in six adults with children don't have enough to eat. And yeah, the stimulus is just, they can't fucking figure it out. It's just this fucking constant back and forth. Uh, You know, one, what's $600 going to even do? What's it going to even do? What's it going to even fucking do? It's not even... Go to OnlyFans in my case, but I have... (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to probably spend mine on drugs. I have a low cost of living. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to buy Tesla stock, and then when it doubles, then I'll take it to OnlyFans. There you go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I mean, 
it's not that's not even going to cover half people's rent they need to fucking pay people six hundred dollars a week for every goddamn week that we've been in this pandemic and it that's what sucks is like you know people are talking general strike and we've talked general strike on this uh podcast every episode so far um but i was talking to my friend curtis who works in the service industry and he was like but where do i what do i strike i'm not working yeah. You know what I mean? So it has to be people that can do it. Like people that are are comfortable enough to be able to do that shit, they're going to have to get uncomfortable and be able to do that. Now, I it, I'm I'm in a weird position cuz I'm a social worker. So I have like human beings that depend on me. You know, so it's very hard for me to just be like, "Nah, fuck you" and walk away. Um so it's a really difficult thing to to really try to even think about. But like there there's just there's no infrastructure for a general strike. Like we can't make that work here. It's it's just an idea. It's a fucking fantasy, to be frank, that goes around on Twitter. There's no way you're going to convince people that aren't on Twitter to do a general strike because people people in America are not. There's no sense of solidarity with other working yeah. people. Like it's just weird too because I feel like the least the least we could do is like loot a bunch of Whole Foods and then give that food to people that we know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We're not dude. even doing that. Yeah, we. I mean, we need to start that, and that's the thing is that like we need to start thinking in a creative manner, like mm. because and, and again, organize some crimes of redistribution. That's. I like that plan. I think I, there's at least a better chance of that working Robin than a general Hood. strike. I mean, Robin Hood, steal from the rich to give to the poor. I mean, and, and here's the thing, like, but that's where people are going to have to really look inside themselves and figure out where they're going to fit in when it comes to, like, a revolution. Because people are going to die. People are going to suffer. If we go this way, which is the way that I believe we should go, even though it's impossible and idealistic at this point um i think that's the only way that you're gonna change change shit like yeah. i mean you got a you got a, not an 87 year how old is diane feinstein feinstein 83 eight something refusing to fucking leave office when she's losing her mind she is losing her mind and she's refusing to leave office. There's so yeah. many things that are You would happening. think we could at least riot, though, you know? Like, yeah. I don't understand why people aren't doing that. Well, the problem is, is that to in order to get any kind of, parody, like... Parody, parody, parody. <laughs> uh, in order to get any kind of, like, actual change, you need to build momentum for this movement. And the problem is, is that you need to get people that are, like, on the, in the suburbs on your side. Like or something mm -hmm. like that. People that don't live in the center of cities that don't see the kind of fucking shit people are struggling with, you need to get them on their side, because mm -hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna win without any fucking solidarity between uh, people that live in the suburbs are almost just as broke as people that live in the city. Yeah. Like we're in basically the same boat. They just have like a little bit higher wage, but a, a little bit higher mortgage. Like it's it's there's very little difference. But if we just start rioting in the cities. We lose the suburbs because they don't know that we're on the same side. And if they see people burning down a Whole Foods, they're not going to think these guys are working for me. They're going to think, oh, I'm next. Like, and, and that's the problem with like, yes, I agree. There does need to be some kind of revolution, but we cannot go about it by just saying people are going to die. This, this is how it has to be. Like, we have to figure out how to get the majority, a plurality of people 
on the side that we're fighting for before we start the fight. Because, like, I mean, we don't have to have them on our side before we start the fight, but we need to think about how we get them on our side. I mean... Because if we just start burning shit down, we're losing to more people than we're gaining. And, and I hear that. I, I totally hear that. I think that there needs to be, like, education for those people. We need to put it in layman's terms because you go in using big words and all that shit. Nobody wants to hear that shit, dude. I think like, everybody should go to their parents' house and write Black's Rule on their driveway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, Black's a good place to rule. start. Um, see... But it's a great place to start. Make sure you do it in letters that are eligible or wait, legible. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> if I can't read your graffiti, it sucks. Go on, Maria. Um, so, no. So look at Pennsylvania. I mean, the first thing that we can do is educate others. Uh, look at Pennsylvania, the CARES Act, right? They took three and the CARES Act is to it's money for evictions and issues with housing that was like the big package for corona stimulus they did in like april right fucking package 75 percent of that (laughs) is going to the state correctional institutions which are pieces of shit which are having significant increases in covid which have had uh, has done uh fucked up crazy shit saying that uh Prisoners were drugging uh, guards a few years ago. SCI is so fucked up. You're taking 75% of that money to put it in that for what? For so what? Because like, you're like not a- helping the fucking prisoners. You're not doing any treatment programs. You're throwing them in the hole when they're going crazy. Of course they're going to go fucking crazy. You're not taking care of them. You're giving them slices of bologna with little applesauce and a fucking bag of uh, Teddy Grahams, which is that's the dinner at, AC, at uh, Allegheny County Jail that they just had last week. So this Sorry, was, I went off a little bit. There was money in the CARES Act that was supposed to specifically be renter's assistance, right? Yes. And there was like a couple hundred million dollars that never got doled out as that rental assistance. So they decided to give it to the prison system. Yep. And that's the best we got. <laughs> the prison system that is fucking terrible. Mm. Terrible. I have never been... I, I mean... I've I had to go into state correctional institutions when I did uh, mitigation, and it is just horrific what the they put these people through. Listen, I understand that there are terrible people that have done terrible crimes. There's rapists, murderers, all of that, but you still have to be somewhat humane. And none of this money that should have went for runners' assistance, what is this money going to do at SCI? You going to build a fucking another one? Yeah, I mean. Maybe they'll. <laughs> they take every program, though. Like, uh, for instance, like uh, at SCI Muncie. So we have two women's correctional institutions. We have Cambridge Springs. We have Muncie. At Muncie, the lifers had this garden, and it was amazing. They took care of the garden every day. It was something for them to do. They learned how to take care of something. They used the food um, for you know their meals, like yeah, e- every day. They took that away from them. So I don't believe any of this money is going to help SCIs at all. And it should have never, ever, it should have went directly to the renters associations. Do you ever see that episode of The Office where there was a surplus? And they yeah. like, they had a day to figure out how to spend it or else they would lose it? Yeah. And Michael <laughs> bought a fur coat. Uh, yeah. So this was like, in The Office, they were like choosing between uh, a new printer and chairs and in Pennsylvania, they're like, um, we could either help uh, people that are starving or 
maybe we could help to buy all of our wardens new cars. Right, <laughs> right, because that's what they're going to you know do. You know what would be good for prisons? You know would be good for prisons if we put a bunch of graffiti artists in there? Uh, yeah, listen, <laughs> I I mean, I'll write a fucking prison program. Prison beautification program. Yeah, I'll yeah. write a program. I mean... If you go to prison for graffiti, you should be able to tag... Like, they should give you paint whenever you go in. Like, oh, that's I don't the know. perfect place. Dress up for the you. place. Yeah, yeah, I think that... You can paint wherever you want, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's bullshit. But that, it goes back to how do we get people from the suburbs and, and other places besides the city? And look, I'm not going to, we're, we're forgetting about talking about rural, rural areas. There are leftist rurals that are doing the job to, you know, educate people that live out in those areas. Shout out to them. Um, yeah, but, but the problem is, is that there's no, in those rural areas, like, there's leftists that have good points to make, but then there's nobody to support. Like if you, like I was saying earlier, like I, I was talking to that woman for five minutes and got her to agree that in some cases, socialism is the answer. And, but there's no, I couldn't turn around and be like, okay, so like we can use that same logic and apply it to every part of our situation. And so like you, you, you can educate people, but if there's no fucking leader for them to get behind, like, uh, you're not really accomplishing much. Like I, I can't be like, yeah, I can't get somebody to agree to Medicare for all, and then be like, okay, we'll vote for Joe Biden still. Like, right. There's no fucking. There's no end to those means. Um, but yeah, Congress is fucking up, dude. They they have been working on this all week. Also, there's a government shutdown that's supposed to happen, and they keep passing these like tiny little stop gaps, dude. On Friday, they passed a two day funding measure. <laughs> <laughs> like they it, they used to kick the can down the road now they're not even making it like like the length of a car like yeah no yeah they don't and, and who's the only one on the senate floor fighting for us ron johnson ron johnson <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure i know ron johnson did something terrible this week but I'll, all i got is his name that's yeah, all i remember no, out but of that sanders sanders is fighting 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 and and of course they just fucking ignore him um, yeah, because they they're they're pigs. They're pigs. Well, Mitch, I guess Mitch McConnell's like worried about the upcoming Georgia races, and they're like, "Oh shit, we should do something, or we're gonna lose." And it's like, guys, uh, Mitch, you're not gonna lose. Yeah, you're, you're they're not. not you're they're be not fine. losing. Do you want. They they they're <laughs> winning that election. Ozloff's done. And the, if Ozloff says one more time, healthcare is a human right. I'm going to flip the fuck out because he doesn't support Medicare for all. No, 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 no. Paying for health care is a human right. Right. <laughs> I keep everybody calling should him be allowed to, off. Everybody should be allowed to pay for health care if they want. <laughs> what do you guys think, though, about this whole AOC pushing the vote on the floor? This whole fucking debacle that has caused all this dumb shit on the left? I think it's been a a, a gross week to be on Twitter. Um, here's, here's the thing. I was telling Maria earlier, I'm not a very online person. Like I just really got on Twitter. I've been on it for a long time, but I only like really started using it in the last few months. So I don't know who any of these people are. Like, I didn't know who Nira Tandon was. I don't know who Jimmy Dore is. Like, I don't know. And now I fucking do. Um, so like usually anytime I learn about a new leftist or person associated with somewhere on the left it's because they're awful like i didn't know who vosh was and then like i saw a couple videos of him saying the n-word i'm like oh that that guy sucks and i'm like oh he has like four hundred thousand followers what what's happening <laughs> but um 
yeah. So what, this what context? Like, what, what, how did he say the n word? He was talking with somebody about how uh, on streamer streamers he say was the streaming. N-word. He was streaming uh-huh. and he like said it. Uh, he tried to make a joke out of it, and it just—he's right. horrible. Yeah, or he was saying that like, oh yeah, if we say it, we can take the power out of it, or some some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, it, but I saw a couple other ones, and then I saw him. There's that. What's that? Uh, I don't know. There's so many fucking awful people that like are in some way associated with the left. Every time I see a new one, I'm, I hate them even more. There's a, some girl named Merrick. Every take. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just she's the all time worst takes on things. Like, yeah, she. That's she the girl actually that started, said. Um, Sex work should be, what was it like? Sex should there should mutual, be women mutual aid, mutual yeah, sexual, sexual aid. Mutual aid, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but this whole fight on the left when it comes to AOC, she might be like a like an op. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, she's definitely a fucking op. Well, here's the thing: is that I'm only learning about a lot of these people whenever there's a controversy, and every Same. single time there's a controversy, it's also immediately everybody's saying that they're a psyop, and I'm like, well, I don't know. There's there might just be a lot of stupid people too. Like right. you, people, yeah. you can't rule out the possibility that this person might just have bad politics. Well, <laughs> like, right, and the whole this whole argument with the Medicare for All thing literally started out of Tim Black and Jimmy Dore got into an argument um, about if AOC should push the floor vote or not. And one, Jimmy Dore has been around, right? They they've all been around since like 2016 and shit. He's a reactive. He's just a reactive person on YouTube. On all, he's just a com- commentator, right? Then Ben Dixon comes in and is getting so fucking angry about one commentator that is saying push the floor vote. It's dumb as fuck. Because here's the thing: you guys are arguing about different ways to get to the same goal, and we ain't at that goal. We can't even get them to agree to give us six hundred fucking. Dollars and you guys are fighting about a Medicare for all fucking floor vote. Like, Shut the you guys fuck are, up. You guys are fighting about different ways that we can fail. Like, <laughs> right? It's dumb. It's dumb, and that's why the left eats itself. It is dumb as fuck. Log off at some point. Log off because then Brie, uh, Brianna Joy got dra- Gray jo- got dragged into it and shit. Like people can have differing opinions. It is what it is. Well, I think that like the biggest problem is once you have reached a certain level of success for uh, just saying what you think, you know, and that's like kind of where all these streamers and fucking podcasters, that's like kind of where they're at is that they've just gotten all this reinforcement that they know something, that they are smart because they've gotten all the support. Frankly, that's where I would like to be someday, is to feel better about my stupid ideas because Just an ass. Yeah, yeah. just an ass with half a million followers and you make some money. Um, But the thing is, when you get to that position, like, your brain starts tricking itself into thinking, I am here because I'm smart, not because these people like me. They like me because I'm smart. And so, what you've, like, you get this, like, sense of self that Whenever somebody disagrees with you, it's no longer just somebody disagreeing with you. It's somebody like trying to break you down and trying to knock you down a peg. Uh, and and so there's this like automatic super defensiveness that kicks in. And like people get defensive online even when they're not famous, but famous people get fucking crazy defensive online. So like whenever what so this started on the Jimmy Doors thing, and he said something stupid. 
or he, he wants he, he, he thinks he said, that AOC should push the floor vote, and he was calling them like you know fake and, and, and cowards all that shit and, all that and shit. cowards and stuff, which she has every right to do. But then uh, uh, people jumped in and said, no, if she does that, then she's gonna piss off Nancy or whatever, and and it just got into this whole huge thing. And my thing is is like. And this took me a a long time to do, but I do this at work. And this is why I think, you know, I'm successful at at certain things. You have to be open to taking constructive criticism. You fucking have to. You're not always going to be right all the time. If you have a following and if you get followers and stuff, be genuine. Be real. Be raw. Admit when you're wrong. Ask people to educate you. If you don't agree with something else... Ask them to give their reasoning. And if you start getting hype with the person, walk the fuck away. Log off. It's really not that big of a deal because at the end of the day, all you guys are fighting and we're still all facing these same fucking problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's it's theater. And look, I don't have an issue with Jimmy Dore. I don't have an issue with Ben Dixon. I don't have an issue with anyone. My issue is like, you guys are, are are arguing about dumb shit. You're saying personal shit to each other that's getting absolutely ridiculous. Shut up. Yeah. You all want the same goal. We all want fucking Medicare for all. We're going about it in different ways. You're both commentators. You're both reactive. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and like it's it's almost like what people there's so much energy people put into fighting with people that essentially kind of want the same thing because, oh, you're not, you don't want it the right way. And it's like, I, I think we should probably be more concerned with trying to get more people to want the same thing than trying to like nitpick the details of how each other don't know how to get. I don't, it, no, no matter what either of them say, nobody's getting fucking Medicare. So right. Like, but to see, and like what, what Mike said about podcasts, like there are certain, I think that there's certain people that have a following and they're podcasters, but they're real and they're raw and they don't act like, and Racine, I think you're one of them. Um, and I think Chapo is like that too. Like they're going to say what they want. You're going to say what you want, but you're going to be open to hearing somebody else's viewpoint. You know what I mean? Like you're not going like you're you're real about it and you admit that you're everybody's flawed. Everybody is flawed. It's the human experience. Nobody is perfect in this world. Except for Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Yeah, he is. He doesn't use the restroom. Oh, he's yeah, he's awesome. (laughs) We love North Korea, don't we, folks? Uh, (laughs) No, but I mean, could you imagine if you like walk in on Kim Jong-un taking a shit and now you have to kill him before he kills you? (laughs) Oh, yeah, because if it comes out that he actually shits, dude, you're like, fuck, he's got an anus. Oh, yeah. No, he's if you if you catch Kim Jong-un taking a shit, he will hunt you down. Right. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's what that movie The Dictator should have been about. That should. Yeah. (laughs) Now we can now we can write another script. We'll do a second one. But um, but no, I mean, and it you know, you go back to like nobody's experts in this stuff. I think that there are people that know more information about certain topics than others, right? Well, that's yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying is that nobody is an expert. But Actually, once, I'm an expert, though. Well, I'm well, hold an on, expert. Hold on. Okay, God damn it. <laughs> nobody really is an expert on these things, but when you get a following, it starts to make you feel like you are an authority, like you do have a better understanding. And really, it's just like, I don't know, you said something that caught fire at one point and got like more and more, it like snowballed from there. Like accounts that have 100,000 followers probably just got lucky like 
there's a lot of people that have no followers and still say like rel- like relatively how, funny oh, shit. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. And and so when you get to that place where you have all these people that follow you and adore you, you start to think that you are an expert. Like I, that's the one thing. Uh, I I just hope that if there's ever any kind of fucking fame, like I want to always remember that I am a fucking idiot. Like <laughs> that. I want to be humble. Like, I, I don't yeah. care. It, it, these people get in these places and they're like, I am infallible. I know things that people could never. It's like, no, dude, you're stupid as fuck. We all are. Well, it puts, a lot, of pr- it puts a lot of pressure on you. I mean, because even like when I was doing the court work stuff, you know, you're the expert. You're the expert. You're the expert. Yes, I know more. I have more knowledge on shit like juvenile offending and, and attachment and mental health and all that shit than, than the average person. But I still don't know fucking everything. I still fuck up. And I think that the more followers you get, the more pressure is added onto you. And I think that really the only way that you could go around that is you got to stay present and you got to remind yourself like you're only one person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, I I don't see the point in it. I mean, again, I don't have problems with anybody that's fucking arguing. I think it's fucking stupid, though. And I'm going to say it. And if I get catch heat from it, I don't really give a fuck because at the end of the day, I'm still going to get up in the morning and do shit that I need to do for these kids behind bars. That's it. Yeah, I'm still going to get up and um, do nothing all day. Well, you know, (laughs) Uh, you you edit this podcast. So that's that's true. I edit two podcasts a week. That's uh, That's a lot of work out of control can't slow me down um yeah so both sides in congress keep saying that they are very close to a deal on a new stimulus i don't know they this is like the brexit thing like they had four years to figure out brexit couldn't get shit done like they they haven't passed corona legislation since april right yeah april like how the fuck are you still figuring this out? I even get if you wanted to wait till after the election for some they sh- should have passed it before the election. Trump would have won again. Trump would have won. But like how, how how does this how do you how do these people still get to keep their jobs? Like nobody runs how many people or why don't people run and say your congressman's a fucking asshole? He's fucking you over. Like I think I would like to see some more scumbags run for office. Oh yeah, if like, I if I had the balls to run for office, I would be the biggest scumbag. I said that on Twitter the other day. I'd be up there shaking my fucking ass. I would be <laughs> quoting like rap lyrics. I would be cussing people out and be like, I did not fucking yield. Did I say I fucking yield? When I fucking yield, you'll know when I fucking yield. Anyways, like I would be the the most ratchet ass fucking senator, but I'd get shit done. Yeah. Ratchet senator. <laughs> yeah. Com- coming to <laughs> Yeah. Coming to NBC. Yeah, the ratchet <laughs> senator. Yeah. The ratchet senator. But no, I think you're right. We need people to just be fucking honest with us. This whole dancing around and beating around the bush and being like, we're going to make a better America. How? How? You don't have no plans. You're just giving me some dumbass phrase to we're make gonna, me feel better. We're going to do a return to decency. No, nah, motherfucker, put money in our pockets or shut up. Like, yeah. that's your only job is to fix shit. Not fucking That's the crazy thing. Yeah, I mean when they say stuff like that like do, do you do you think they know it's bullshit or do you think that they like believe it? Like do you think Joe Biden thinks restore the soul of a nation is an actual policy? He can't. He's he's been in government for too long, right? 
Uh, well, the thing is, is that like, on uh, a people in his position are completely out of touch. So I think a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of uh, longtime Democrats, especially, do believe that if they just mm-hmm. get the right people in charge, everything will be fine. Like they yeah. have no idea how people actually struggle, and like they listen to people sometimes whenever they do campaign events, talk about the struggle, but like they don't put two and two together that that's how so many people live. Like and it that it's their fault. Like, mm-hmm. uh, but but then I did an A, and I don't even remember what the B was supposed to be. B, I do think that they believe the bullshit because, um, like everybody, everybody is the good guy in their mind. Like every nobody is nobody thinks of their life story as like oh I'm kind of the I'm not everybody the like one, yeah. there's all these like justifications that we do and it's like mental gymnastics and like you see that a lot or I see that a lot in my personal relationships with like people that just don't want to take accountability for the ways in which they acted toxic or harmful to others. And like, so the fact that I can see people doing it with like specific things like cheating on partners or like fucking over friends they and, and they still have like themselves convinced that they're a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that that's not what politicians do. Like, I think Nancy Pelosi does think she's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. she's objectively yeah. not she's doing a terrible job but that's not what she doesn't go to bed like stay up at night thinking like oh what have i done she's like yeah i really did put that kente cloth on and go out there and you know work towards like <laughs> yeah they think right. that that is changing shit because they think that it's right. all about this cultural war cultural war you know listen republicans i, I fucking hate them with this bullshit you know like uh anti-abortion anti-gay race all of that shit but the democrats do the same thing they just do it in policy yeah to fuck you over and you don't find out for like five to ten years because nobody pays attention you know what i mean um it's i i think that they do but i think that that the older Democrats do believe what they're saying i think that the younger centrist democrats know that it's bullshit and they're playing politics because I think that they're that evil. Yeah, like Pete Buttigieg definitely knows that they're, they're not coming through on yeah. any of those promises. He just doesn't care because he's like, well, I want to be powerful and I want to be on. I want to be one of the good guys. So yeah. I'm a Democrat. Well, have fun fucking up all, everything in the transportation <laughs> department. He's going to take stoplights off of airplanes, Maria. Do you understand? Yeah. <laughs> There's going to be 50 million people that get in car crashes. Um. Yeah, yeah so. it's almost like that that kind of thing is so is so evil because jo- Joe Biden might believe the stuff that he says, which is like they, they need, I don't know, people need government to understand or that like we're going to restore the soul of the nation. But Buttigieg is just so shameless. It's just it's so. Yeah, he's, he's so full of shit that, you know, he's he doesn't mean anything that he's saying. Right. He There's doesn't. no way he's stoked that he dropped out for of the race and is now going to be the transportation secretary. There's no way he's yeah. excited. Like, oh, thank God that I, mm-hmm. you know, fucked up where I was imagine, stealing stuff. Imagine his office is just in a train car, like an abandoned train <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah. That's where he has to go to work every day. Uh, I hope they have good security cameras so it doesn't get spray painted on. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> I'll be heading to D.C. Yeah. Um... I don't know. So uh, Congress is fucked. Like I said, I, we might have a deal by tomorrow. Uh, they they want to. They're talking about adding a stimulus check. Then they're talking about taking it away. Then they talked about taking it 
uh, giving it back, taking it away. I don't fucking know. Um, mm-hmm. I feel bad because, like, on one hand, I really I don't need this money at all. Um, but on the other hand, like, if you're going to keep giving me unemployment, I'm going to keep taking it because, Fuck you know, yeah. how many chances do you get to fuck over the government in your life? As, as a fucking working person or whatever. Like, I've been on un- unemployment since November of 2019, and I'll keep taking it as long as they're giving it. Oh, yeah. Fuck and you. That's the thing. I never, <laughs> you know, when people talk about welfare fraud and shit, I don't give a fuck. Fuck yeah. that, dude. Fuck that. Because the government has fucked you for so long, so turn them around and fuck them. Like... I don't, you know what I mean? Like, and, and that's the other thing. That's 600. I don't really need it. I'm wor- I've been working. I'm going to try to, I'll probably buy some shrooms or something with it. Uh, <laughs> not like $600 worth, but I am going to uh, give that money, a lot of that money to like, I'm going to try to see what mutual aid uh, places that I can donate to because I don't, I don't need the money. Uh, so I, I do want to, if anybody knows, you know, places that are helping, especially with like rent, um, especially like service workers or, uh, sex workers, people that are getting really, really hit with this. I think I'm going to take my $600 check and send it to a prison. Do it. (laughs) I mean, you know, uh, no, 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 not to the prisoners to just the prison. Well, like the administrative staff, maybe to the warden. Well, Maria, himself. if you want, I will. I'll happily refer you to some struggling sex workers that I know of that I'm not allowed to give money to anymore. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, but no, I mean, I think that you know, and I'm not doing it because I'm like, oh, I'm a white savior. Da, 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 da. No, I'm doing it because if you really, if you want to be a, if if you really want to try to do anything in this movement, I think that you got to find ways to do it, and I think that you know. If it if it's gonna help somebody, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give them that because th- this is fucked up, and it's mm. like we got to take care of each other uh, in this world at this is. point. Nobody else is, so we have to literally take care of each other. You know, um, it, it, it's it, it's a cold world. It's a cold world. Well, that's it's a- weird. There's, I, I still have that sort of like, uh, I don't know, I guess that that pride, that like working class pride that was kind of instilled in me where it's like you don't my family's big on like, you know, you work for your money. You don't take handouts. And I, I have to uh, I have to get over that and start. Um, my family has that, too. But money I don't work for I was uh, I'm the only kid in my family that's a complete scumbag, but I'm like full mm-hmm. on like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm the leftist Italian I mean, I totally- of the family. Yeah. I mean, I totally get it. Like you do want to have like integrity and stuff, but when you, when you think about the amount of money that, that, you know, the wealthy get and the amount of handouts that they get. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, it means not for you to take $1,200 or 600 bucks that you didn't work for it. Like it, it means nothing in the big yeah. picture. Your money isn't real at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Right. And it's all going to go to a sex worker anyway. <laughs> hey, we're a pro sex work podcast. Goddamn right. Um, yeah, so that's that's all I got. I, there was like a couple maybe bright spots that I would like to talk about before we wrap up. Um, what, what, what did you want to say? What did you want to talk about, Maria? Well, there was another versus battle last night. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, and it was great. At first, I didn't think that it was going to be really good. So it was too short in uh, E40. Uh, two great rappers from the Bay. In Ca- Oakland, California. Um, All right. And at first, I didn't think that it was like really good matchup. I listened to both of them when I was growing up, but they weren't like my super favorite rappers, right? But 
it was really it was really cool because they both they've both been on like multiple songs together right and they both were kind of like man people be calling this a battle but we're just having fun up here and like throughout <laughs> the night uh they were both drinking and they're both dropping their hits right because that's what versus is you drop one hit you know, somebody drops the other. Wait, do they not actually perform it? No, they do perform oh, it. Okay, okay, right. Okay. But it's playing in the background. Right, so, like, right. the DJ will like drop. You know, like uh, for instance, like all right, E forty, like will drop. Like, well, hope I don't go back to selling yayo. We I mean, cannot get through yayo. an episode without you singing. You can't. Okay, <laughs> so he dropped. Hope I don't go back, and then too short dropped. Getting it. Like they go back and forth. But what was great is they were getting drunk throughout this entire thing. So the more and more songs that they would drop, the more drunk that they would get. And throughout it, they had all this banter about, like, stories from the Bay. Like, talking about, like, old drug dealers and old, just, like, the game and stuff in the Bay. Uh, usually I pick a winner on these versus battles. Uh, but, you know, I usually would pick between the artists. But the real winner of versus last night was the Bay. So, uh, uh, shout out to fucking Versus, dude, because you guys have been such a silver lining on a shit, dark fucking cloud of a year, man. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and Keisha Cole and Ashante are going to be, the battle is rescheduled for January. So oh, thank goodness. Ashante, I'm coming for you, yo. <laughs> oh, Keisha is, at least. So, yeah, that's my good news. Uh, I just sent you a, tr I'm sending you a track that I remembered and I want to do it before I forget. But it's some, I don't know if you heard the, the track before, but you should listen to it. Sweet. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I, that got me very excited it's this Lamore. week. It's <laughs> Macklemore. <laughs> I'm like, Maria, I know you like hip-hop. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about something that got me very excited this week. Um, and that was the Dan Crenshaw trailer for the made-up action movie that oh he's starring God, in or whatever. Oh, my God, dude. Okay, here's the thing. Uh, I I am a leftist, and maybe maybe that's my politics. But as far as my entertainment goes, I love me some shitty action movies that are like political. Like I would dude, go see White that House in Down. The White House Down series is one of my favorite things that's ever happened to film. Like I I don't give a fuck. Gerard Butler's probably an evil man, but when I see him saving that president, I just get warm inside. See, I never I just saw love that it, one. <laughs> it's so terrible. Um. But yeah, so this Dan Crenshaw trailer, like, dude, I a great I, movie that like like a great example of that type of movie is Commando, yeah, because Arnold plays like a guy like like a an, an American operative who's fighting this um former like fascist dictator of like a Latin American country, mm -hmm. and that's like good that's like good propaganda because the the what. What's presumptive is that this this guy is like a bad guy. This guy's like a bad dictator, and Arnold helped overthrow him. When when really like the exact opposite has happened yeah. every time in the history of this country. <laughs> um, yeah. So Dan Crenshaw put out this fucking trailer, and like, dude, I loved every part. Like, he's given a speech at the beginning, and then he gets like somebody whispers in his ear, and there's like, oh, we got to get down, we got to get out of here. And yeah. so he he leaves the speech and just leaves his wife on stage and doesn't even tell her what he's doing. And he like goes out and it, he's walking through this fucking. He's like, so how many y'all like sex? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking through this, what the dog he's walking through the back of this fucking place where he's giving the speech and he's like 
takes off his suit and he's got this like form-fitting Under Armour underneath. And he's like, "What's the situation?" Like, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta go in, gotta go down to Georgia and fucking win this election." And so then he's on then he's on a plane to Georgia. Yeah, they lost me when they said when they said like, "Oh, Loeffler and Purdue, there's some patriots with a great message." I mean, that's where that they completely <laughs> yeah. lost me because it's like, what is their message? Like, let poor people die. Yeah, <laughs> sell fucking stocks. Yeah, you know, coronavirus yeah. is gonna fucking Selling, blow up. Selling stocks as a senator is called living the American dream. That's their message. Yeah. Then he jumps. Also like when you hear when you hear her talk, you're just like, how? How did this happen? How, you know? Yeah. Then Dan Crenshaw jumps out of a fucking plane. Like the <laughs> amount of work that went into this fucking ad that for no, this has happened since November 2nd. Like this has happened since the election. The amount of work they put into this in a month is mind blowing. He jumps out of a plane <laughs> while he's falling down. He's got like the little British lady voice in his head. Uh, that's like uh, your targets are these Antifa operatives. And then he included the British voice lady said, might I say, by the way, nice form. <laughs> he gave himself a compliment on his skydiving yeah. in his <laughs> So nice, fucking great. Nice cyberpunk big penis, Mr. Yeah. Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then it cuts to these Antifa dudes in a car on the ground and it's just I was I was in tears of joy at this point. It's these two fucking piece of shit dudes that are like so obviously proud boys, but just dressed in all black. They're so obviously proud boys, yeah. <laughs> he's like sitting in the car and he's like, well, why are we even mad again? Oh, dude, because the news told us to be <laughs> like it's so fucking funny. I know, I'm gonna watch it again. And then Crenshaw right punches he punches <laughs> the windshield. <laughs> yeah. And that's the end of the commercial. <laughs> I wanted it to keep going for hours. Like I don't want I don't want a full movie. I want a series I want of a, these yeah, movies. Yeah, I want a fucking trilogy. Like, dude. I'm moving to Texas to get Dan Crenshaw unseated from his district just so that he will go into Hollywood. Like I yeah, don't dude, I want to watch He's going to be the next Michael Bay. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm. It was it was great. It it brought me so much joy. I saw it because like one of my favorite uh, podcasters was like, "This is the worst thing I've ever seen," and I watched it and I was like, "This is the best thing I've ever seen." What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? It's fucking. How great. many congressmen make action movies trailers for themselves? Like, Dude. yeah, he's a piece of shit. I don't even know how bad his politics are. I don't even care. Oh, they're pretty bad. Yeah, they're ter oh, terrible. They've got to be. They've got to be. They're really, really bad. I guess that's why I didn't like it as much as you did, because I'm not a simp. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a Crenshaw simp. Well, fuck it. I am. You heard it here first. The Worst Week Yet officially endorses Dan Crenshaw to be uh, for director. Director. Slash action, slash fi action, action movie film. film. Something. You know, it's like we rehearsed it, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. Mike, you excited about anything coming up? Um, yeah, any, Christmas. Any? I'm oh. pretty excited about. We're not leaving Brooklyn, so uh, it was actually nice. It is like we always travel on holidays, and uh, I wish I, this isn't funny, but <laughs> nice. It's really nice just waking up in my own house with my wife and having food and relaxing. And uh, that is nice. We're gonna do yeah. So we're gonna. I'm gonna cook Christmas. I'm gonna make a lasagna Christmas day. And um, oh fuck, I'm coming to Brooklyn. It's gonna be great. And my family. My family's mostly like very. My family's pretty conservative anyway. So you know, you feel weird about. I don't know. You feel weird about talking to them, and you just you go down to events and you hope that politics doesn't uh, come up. Yeah. Um, but now it's like you don't. You have an excuse to not to not deal with it i would be looking for i'm spending 
uh, Christmas by myself. Well, technically with my cat, but um, I would be excited because like this could have been like the first Christmas that my my family wasn't around to ask me when I'm gonna finally get a girlfriend, which would be exciting. But like they already gave up asking like, me that like three years ago. Right here, You're like I got a, I got nine girlfriends that I yeah. support that I give twenty five bucks a month to. Dad, yeah. Dad, you don't understand. I'm the their man. only fan. Yeah. <laughs> I it's funny because you were talking about conservative people earlier, like the lady you walk dogs for. And like yeah. my my family, like we, we pretty much like dislike the same people, me and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember like I mean, do you guys remember? I think it was in January when it looked like Bernie was going to be the nominee and then Biden won. Yeah. yeah. Like my grandmother, like I, I'll, I'll talk to her and I'll she's 94. So I'll talk to her and I'll humor her about political stuff or whatever. And uh it was, and but she also kind of believes whatever Fox News will tell her to think. Right. So right after Biden got the nomination, she like called me and she was like, "Michael, I'm so glad it's Biden who got the nomination and not that communist." And I wanted to be like, "You shut the fuck up!" <laughs> I wanted to like scream at her. Yeah, like <laughs> fuck you, Grandma. Fuck you. Call her and scream at her on Christmas. It'll be yeah. uh, it'll be great. <laughs> uh, Grandma Racine, come on the fucking podcast. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's all we got for this week on the worst week yet. Uh, we uh, listeners, we are doing a year end episode next week about the worst year yet. Uh, Fifty two awful things in a row. Uh, this week got or this year got worse every week, and I I, I anticipate twenty twenty one doing about the same. But uh, the reason I'm bringing this up is we would like to hear what uh your least favorite thing that happened to you all year was or the worst thing that happened to you all year i don't know tell us bad news uh send us an email to worst week yet yeah. at gmail.com or don't and if you want to comment on our twitter yeah just tweet tweet us send us nudes um mike you got anything to promote <laughs> just my podcast the sit down uh it comes out every wednesday and uh, my, uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to do less Twitter and more Instagram because my wife says I'm on Twitter too much. So I'm trying to switch <laughs> to the other one. But there's just something about Twitter where I don't know. It's kind of, you know, what it's like Maria. It kind of sucks, and it's yeah, it's fucking you weird. Don't, you're not gonna like build a fan base on there, I don't think, as much. I don't know. So I'm trying to do more Instagram. Racine dot Mike on Instagram and uh, Mike Racine on Twitter. Yeah, nice. and in. The, your videos on Instagram are fucking hilarious, dude. You're the Thanks. one that you did about uh, when you were Hunter Biden. That uh, just amazing. Thanks. Amazing. You know, I always hear people talk about how awful Twitter is. And like, I just, I guess I haven't been like really using it that much yet. But like, also, the other day I was scrolling through Twitter and I just saw this tweet that was a thread and it was like, Hey, I don't know if you guys might be having a bad day. So I put together this thread of the roundest owls I could find online. See? Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to get this on Instagram. (laughs) Right. And that's what Uh, I try to add to Twitter with the baby animal stuff and the funny stuff, because I'm trying to promote positivity on that website. Um, so yeah. So follow us on Twitter at Worst Week Yet. Follow me at Andrew Hillary US and follow Maria at Sandernista412. Um, yeah, that's all we've got for this week. We'll be back next week and hopefully it'll be um, the best week yet, but it'll probably be the worst week yet. Everything is fucked. <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs>